we're here in beautiful Bay Ridge, and I, I mean that I'm like not trying to be sarcastic or nothing. The four of us, for the first time in since what, like March? When, when, when was it? Like beginning of March? That was uh, my birthday, so February. I'm not going to say the exact date. <laughs> yeah. Early February. Don't don't give the astro Damn. nerds nothing. But say, what are you a Pisces? Yo. Bro, come on. We just, you, got some, you got something wrong with Pisces? You got something just to say? defeated the purpose. Here come all this yes. shit. You trying to fight? <laughs> I can actually fight you. We're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, right? We're finally in the same room. It's sick. I know, man. I'm, I, I mean, we, we got the, 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 the astounding, the almighty, the pillar, Big E. <laughs> Right over there. Look at him. How did I know? Look at this. Look at this magnificent motherfucker. Thank you, sir. And we can dap up. We dap it up. Over here. Hell yeah. Fucking making contact and shit all dangerous. But we out here. Let's go. You know what I mean? To the to the to the also to the right of me, we got the 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 ever uh agile, sort of like a fucking deer meets a a, a jackrabbit. Lil Rye over here, man. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah. What kind of description is that? Because you, 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 you fucking calling you, you a deer in headlights. No, I'm not calling you a deer. In the head- I'm saying you, you able to adjust on the fly, man. Quick. Adapter. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. Troy over here, man. I uh, want to hear it. Troy, <laughs> my nigga, you like an armadillo, bro. Like you just armadillo. Like, I knew I didn't want to hear it. Nah, bro. But you got that case of armor built. He's sturdy. Thing, bro. You like you sturdy. Like <laughs> you good. I'm a roach. Can you step on me? Oh, man. Nigga, I ain't dead. <laughs> it's it's going to be some more of me you got to deal with, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. But we're all here, man. Those are our signs. Yeah. What, what are we here to do? We're all here, bro. We, we, we're gonna, we are going to record the greatest podcast ever. Yeah. And this time, I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny with that episode? I, lo- I love how the metronome ruined it, and then I just got, I was so, like, not mad, but I was just like, I'm just going to fuck with Troy, bro. I was just, like, named that episode Metronome. I changed that guy's face. He's, like, all, like, fucking pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inner troll came I, out. It, it, it's, a, it's a meme in the group chat, you know? It was fun. <laughs> that, that was such a wholesome episode, though, because we were all just so happy to be, like, in the same room, and we yeah. were just all, like, friend riffing, like, yo, you're, you're so cool. Yeah. Like, ah, you yeah. cool. And then it's just, like... <laughs> the whole the fucking whole time. time, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's well, you know. Now it's in the anti archive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, on Patreon. Yeah. It's a lost episode. If, oh yeah. If somebody out there knows how to get rid of the metronome, um, hit us up, please. Nah, yeah, and it. also wants to give us ten dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, this is that good shit. When we're huge, you guys are gonna want to hear that episode. Charge you ten bucks to hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're looking for an exclusive audio editor. They uh, you know what I mean. They edit all our podcasts, but they get it for free. So facts. You know yeah, what I mean. They yeah, get the yeah, premium yeah. ones for free. Yeah, they get it early. They get it early. Yeah, we call them freemium. Reduced fee. Two dollars yeah. to edit our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. He's got to pay us. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> still we're still getting paid. No, no, no. Don't. Yeah, make no mistake. Yeah, man. But, but I mean, for real though, it is sick to be in the same room as you guys. I mean, I live with Ryan, so you know we see each other pretty much every day. But you know, my boys, man, this dude also, this brave motherfucker, Troy, is in some salmon shorts, y'all. Okay, these these aren't Sa- salmon. They they are salmon, bro. Salmon. Those are salmon <laughs> shorts. Okay, I'll, they're they are pink. I they're like say. earth tone pink. I don't know Coral, what that is. Like, yeah. yeah. That's like Yeezus line 2014 pink. That is, that's a salmon, bro. 
No, like it's it's coral. Like it looks like um, you ever seen the Nintendo Switch Lite, like the coral version? It's like that exact color. Yeah, coral. Is it is it a coral? Either way, it was it's, a choice that coral. it was a brave choice that I fuck with. But like, I just need them to know. Like they they have to understand how how wild this man is. Yeah, yeah this, this I, is I'm, this is the colors podcast. We're gonna go through crayons and we're gonna guess what color they are without looking at the label. This one's chartreuse. Yeah. Got mac and cheese orange. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what what else we got here, guys. I mean, listen, it, it's just it's a choice that needs to be acknowledged and respected because yeah. he he legitimately put these salmon slash coral shorts on and walked out the door mm-hmm. multiple times. I actually bought these pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're salmon shorts, but they're sweatshorts, so they're not like the salmon shorts of Fairfield type of shit where it's like, you yeah, wear the vineyard buns. I mean, you know, like, I like how, like, you know, I like pink shorts. You know, I'm, like, pushing the envelope of fuckboyness, you know? I'm pushing the envelope, but I'm not bursting the, the envelope. I'm still within Why are you looking at me when you say fuckboy shorts? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm saying we can throw like... hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, whole, this, is the, this is what's great about it. You know what I mean? All the celebrities are throwing hands. You know, Lamar Odom shit. is just beating the living shit out of Aaron Carter. That shit is on that. You know what I mean? And the anti-boys, we're, we're doing a boxing match. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say, yeah. But I don't know if you guys know this. We're, we're making a boxing match. You yeah. know, we're going to box Logan Paul uh, for... Best podcast. <laughs> Best yeah. podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we're going to fight Joe Rogan. <laughs> It'll really be on. <laughs> fight our way up. Find the trailer that he's in in the middle of Texas or whatever. Yeah, Does he Austin. have a studio now? I he's think in Austin, so. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was in like a giant like tube or something. Him and Alex Jones are just like in like a truck or something. There's something seriously wrong with those guys, man. Yeah. Like, they just, they, they seem as if they never recovered from a fall. They just they just been stuck in that. Alex Jones sees the truth. <laughs> <laughs> he sees the truth. I don't know if it's the truth. When he said he that, he's fighting a war against information. <laughs> Info wars, bro. Yeah. When, when you yeah. said that, you looked so convincing that like I got I genuinely felt concerned. Like that was I, my goal. Nah, please <laughs> <laughs> don't even he, play with me. He like blows that, the trigger. Well, I mean, there's a grain of truth to it. I kind of like Alex Jones. He's not always wrong. Let's say that. He's mostly wrong. He's mostly <laughs> wrong. Yeah. He's not always wrong. Yeah. Well, when, when was he right, though? Anyway, fuck all those bro, other podcasts. People, bro. This is the best people. podcast. We're recording the best podcast right now because we're in person. You know what I mean? Yep. Anti-retreat. Anti-retreat. Fucking, we are in rare form, y'all. Like, this is this has been such a, a, a not a, awakening is such a corny way to say it. I guess it's like we, we move forward significantly with this one. You know what I mean? Instead of just it being a lot of hot air with a little bit of whatever, we ended up sitting down and pretty much meeting everything we we aspired to do for today on, on the on the checklist and shit. Yeah. And even after a long night, you know, where we start off with fucking, we meet up late, hours past what we're supposed to. I'm dead tired because I worked the day before. I didn't go to sleep. Uh-huh. You, you know. We we over here we 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 out at one a.m. at a fucking hookah bar somehow. <laughs> like, yeah 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 yeah. We got some pictures coming. Yeah, I got a, a dope one where I blew a bunch of hookah smoke and it covered my face. That should look cool. Yeah, that that does look cool. That it was a like cool one. Photoshopped like. Yeah, that one was dope. We got a lot of cool ski mask pictures as well. I think that was probably my favorite part of the day. I like the ski mask pictures. Yeah. No, yeah. The whole day was just awesome. Like to see everybody's work process was was very. Uh, I guess, like, it was a learning experience. I took a little bit from everybody. You know what I mean? I saw how, Eve, you kind of prepare before you go in. And that was, I started doing that, like, 
towards the Cardian, you know what I mean? When I started working on that, yeah. Um, seeing how Ryan and Troy operate, going back and forth on, I'm doing this, can you do that? Yeah, can you, you know, the, the it, it's yeah. sort of like watching Chris Paul pass the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they assist each other. Podcasters are the new athletes, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bro, they boxing now. That's so true. They, <laughs> they literally are now. the next athletes. They, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. You know, today was like a lot of fun. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like seeing some people came with stuff written already. Like, Eve, it's like, oh, like, yo, you're going to do the pink shift review? Oh, yeah, I actually wrote that like two months ago. And Bro, it's like, I it's, told you. you know I'm saying? It's like, whoa. I'm grinding, <laughs> yeah. dog. Yeah, he has the archives. We're here. We're here. We're live. We're grinding. We're always grinding. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Like th- we got shit done before we got in. Like th- we we ended up maximizing like every second of this shit, and like to 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 see how serious everybody takes it is just so much more e- easing on the soul than like people realize. Like knowing that you're not in it with some people that are gonna bullshit you. Yeah, because we yeah. we went, we air everything fucking out and everything got ironed out. Yeah, that shit is that's rare and in between. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I, I like how we just like committed to everything. Like we didn't say no to like anything that we had to do. We just got it all done. Like regardless mm-hmm. of like, you know how intimidating it may have seemed. Like we just did everything. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because it's like we're doing all this hard work and we're like in this like basement and shit and we're putting on all, all these hours and like technically we're like working for nobody. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we literally working don't for have ourselves. To, what do you mean? It's just funny. It just feels like weird. I've never experienced this before. Like literally, like I, I literally like I don't have to do. We don't have to do anything. Like we yeah. could have been in here and just like sat around all day, did yeah. absolutely nothing, yeah. and like our lives wouldn't have. Yeah, it made it wouldn't have made any sort of a difference. You know what I'm saying? In the immediate sense, right? right. Yeah, right. And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's weird. Like you're your own boss, and like yeah. you can be a you can be like the boss that you know is like you have to come in full time you can't yeah. call out sick or you can be the boss that's like yeah. yeah just come in whenever you want yeah it's like i like the accountability that i'm starting to see with us like i mean for me personally like i had to get some of that because it was at first it was kind of hard to you know like commit to something like this where you're doing it consistently but mm-hmm. i think it, it just takes like looking like, kind of deep and like being like you know is this some shit i really want to do and if i'm going to do it like i'm going to do it right mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. that was the whole thing because i mean the, it, it's not really anything like that needed to be publicized or whatever but whether people know it or not like you know i broke away for a long a little longish time whatever you want to call it and it was mostly to do with the fact that like I wasn't maximizing my time and there was also like other shit going on. I'm not going to go into detail with that sort of made me not want to maximize my time at all. You know what I mean? And the other thing was just like trying to convey that without seeing, seeming like I was being lazy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But, no, it's, there's definitely a balance between yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think it was cool to reset. Like, like we start again, we started the day off with like meditation or whatever. Yeah. I think that was a good way you know what I mean? Not to pat myself I on the back. That was that that shit. Yeah, it was yeah. So I feel weird. like I did, we needed to do one retreat thing. You know what I mean? Like technically, with this, like literally, it's the opposite of a retreat. It is really the anti-retreat because you're on a retreat. You're not supposed to be doing work <laughs> for yeah. your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny, but I had to just re- include one thing where it was like we can call it a retreat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we work for twelve hours, and then it's like, all right, let's go walk on hot coals and like call it a day. Yeah. Well, you know well, I mean? I mean, I don't know. I feel like today, like, wasn't really much about like you know work it was more it was more fun you yeah know? it was fun like um because like i don't know like it, it, it's different when like you discuss an album via like the group chat you know like right. where you're just texting yeah. your opinions when here we can like i can tell like you know i could tell he was excited you know about the shit he's doing about the, nudie yep. yeah the nudie album <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know the best album of the year <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean when, you, when i'm seeing when i'm seeing eve like fucking 
bopping and shit to to nudie. I'm getting excited. So it's making me want to get further into what I'm listening to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for the shit that the EP that Ryan gave me to review that uh, HMTLD. Oh, uh, HMLTD. Yeah. Uh, HMLTD. Yeah, my bad. I gave them a fucking URL thing. <laughs> but um, seeing 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 Eve get excited and shit next to me, it was like, all right, like maybe I I shouldn't be so like, what's the word like closed minded. Yeah. And so it yeah. just opened up to like having a good ass time. Yeah. And it made it it made it way easier, like yeah. just letting go and fuck, like saying fuck whatever image I gotta convey, bro. Like this shit is. Bro, fire. once you say fuck it and you just started doing it, bro, yeah. it's so much more fun. Like I had to do that for myself yeah. to just be like, you know, like oh, this isn't like, like I, I understand what you're saying. Like you had like a, like a personality you were like trying to convey or some shit, yeah. or like an opinion that you were trying to like. I don't know cultivate or some shit but it's like it's just easier if you're real you know what I mean like you just like the shit that you like you talk about that but you gotta yeah. like Ryan said like he made a really good point earlier today about just like grading and like how we should be like thinking about these grades and shit so you know there's a balance in there but at the end of the day just like it, you know writing stuff you care about even if you gotta trash it you know what I mean yeah I feel like this, is, this was like the best like of our, of our grading that I've seen, I feel like this is like the best that I've ever seen where it's just like we all sat around we're just like alright I'm like alright just be honest don't you don't have to like um you know if you don't like the artist you don't have to say that you like them or something like that right so it's just like you sit there you think about it and then you're like i was surprised with some of the grades like like troy's like yeah it's a d plus i was like oh shit like i thought maybe he would have given it like a c plus or something like that but you're like no it's just like generic and bad like you're just honest you're not like oh rebecca black likes our page so that means we have to give her a good grade like i like i'm so happy to like be like at that point where we can actually taste make we can actually recommend what we like you know what I'm saying? Well, th- yeah. I mean, that was the kind of purpose of the whole page. You know what I mean? Of just like creating taste and also just like, you know, just like listening to what like a lot of people or, you know, a niche audience is listening to and just able yep. to have an opinion about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And also start a conversation too on the page where like in the comments and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, if, if so if any of you guys who are listening have been keeping up with the page at all, uh, you'll, you, you'd have noticed that the interactions have definitely gone up. I mean, Ryan's been doing the send in the uh, your what song you're listening to, and he'll grade it. And you got what, like thirty something? Yeah, I was surprised, honestly. Like, um, like how many people responded so quickly? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, and I really do appreciate that because it shows, like, to me that that these people genuinely care. Like, I have I have friends of mine that are telling me, you know surprised me with the fact that they've listened to the to our podcast like pretty Same. yeah yeah you know what i mean that that to me is insane you know and they'll, they'll tell me specifically what they like about like let's say troy ryan you know what i mean like that 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 type of shit is cool you know what i mean like, we got people like the the person you, you uh did the hyperpod with right oh yeah yeah they're like oh yeah i listen to it like this is like one of the better podcasts i listen to it like every week i'm like wait what yeah i'm like you do you actually listen yeah right <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's cool it's cool to have like like quote unquote like listeners or whatever yeah you know what i mean like people that are actually genuinely like our opinions like the pa- like you know what i mean like like the page and like what we're recommending and stuff it feels it feels really cool it feels like it feel, this whole thing feel, this whole experience feels real just sitting with you guys with mics it's like a, I, i'm having like an out-of-body experience oh uh, yeah it, it's, it's it feels like a like an you know what i mean like this an shit accumulation. is yeah. right i'm gonna say what he did earlier to get that out-of-body experience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these niggas nasty. definitely having an out of body experience <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're wrong for that one. <laughs> You're wrong. For that. I'm throwing a flag. 
on that play, bro. You you straight. You went right at bro. <laughs> you went right at him. Nah, the sus nah, flag nah, on the nah, play. Nah, Come nah, on, we're good. We're good. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but no, that's really funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just like I'm just really excited. Just like looking around, like we all have microphones. Like it's like I don't the know. Audio it's sounds good. It's crazy. Like like eight months ago, I would have never like thought like looking to the future and thought like this is what i'd be doing like sitting with this fucking inter- audio interface in front of me like talking on this mic like it's i'm looking at the le- like this is so nerdy and shit but i'm looking at the levels i'm like i can yeah. tell like the audio is going in well yeah, you're right like man. it's like it's like nerdy. when i edit this shit it's gonna be fucking like the best sounding quality you know yeah. what i mean not it, to jinx it, it but it's yeah. like it's like watching an investment flourish 100 percent. and to to be able to 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 be here with like you guys like i said before it just especially at this level now to where it's like we're doing this shit and we still have a night planned. Yeah, yeah, it's only uh, like eight, you know what I mean? And like we're gonna go out and like have have fun. Like yeah, like we're not staying up, week. we're not staying up till ten. Like ah oh, fuck, like we didn't finish this that. Mm-hmm. We finished yeah. like pretty much no, everything. Seriously. Yeah, we, yeah. we yeah. sought out. We we did exactly what we sought out to do. Yeah, yeah, we we made a ton of content for you guys. You know, like all day put a lot of effort into it and yeah it's gonna fucking be sweet yeah, i but hope I, so <laughs> <laughs> by the time this comes out a lot of this stuff will already be out so we can i mean it's not even a spoiler to say like we got a cardi uh double review that came out yesterday because this is on friday yeah um yeah. that was fire <laughs> you know what i mean ryan and uh Eve worked on that yeah that was that was fun to run that back because um i mean the, like i said you'll see it on the post by now you should have at least I, I wholeheartedly believe Cardi put out three of the top ten albums of the the decade. Oh wow! Yeah, like of the, of the decade of the decade. Each of them are a classic. Each of them have demanded a wild amount of attention. They 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 the waves that came with them from the jump, like Jay Z co-signing Magnolia. Yeah, and then Die Lit having Travis Scott on it, having Skepta on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was musical moments, honestly. Like I've had so many great memories to that. Like, like I remember, like when I was studying for, um, you know, one of my tests or whatever in college. Like it was senior year. Yeah. Um, I was getting really stressed out, and they gave us like a break. Like we were studying for like eight hours in a row, like in this like auditorium, and I had a break, and I went out and I saw that he released that Travis Scott and uh, the Travis Scott song. You know what I mean? The yeah, love you want a rock song? Yeah, love hurts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I just sat under this tree, like reading this uh, notebook or something like that, and like I just played it over and over again. For four, like four times in a row. Four, I think it was like four hours. Four hours. Yeah. You know what? Actually, sorry. I changed my story. I went under a tree and I played this song over and over again for four years and I've reached enlightenment. <laughs> yeah. Is that when you ascended? Yeah. That's when I ascended to Nirvana. Yeah. Bro. Pretty sure. Shardy want a rock star. Okay. 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 I'm like, Shardy want a rock star. Okay. Shorty want a rock star? Okay, <laughs> that's my okay. mantra. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just scratching his chin like okay. okay. <laughs> All these hoses okay. mine. All these, All these flows is mine. mine. Shorty want a rock star? star. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. no, unless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, like every Cardius. every single album came with like tsunamis. Whole lot of red yeah. took over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It, did. it took it over really Christmas. Did. Nothing <laughs> takes over Christmas. Yeah. Wow. 
Why was I listening? Why was I so for him too? Because he misses kids first Christmas. Oh yeah, we were all so pressed to see to listen to that album. Like for like, and I'm like, and in hindsight, like why? Like why was I so like? Obviously, it was a great album, but like, it really did take over the world. You know what I mean? Like, dude, literally, Mario like- Judah. Like was it was like the precursor to a whole lot of red. Like he came before it to like announce it's like coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's like f- the herald. He faded away. Yeah. Completely. He's gone with the wind, that boy. <laughs> but yeah, it was there was like so much hype around a whole lot of red. I I, I agree. No, I remember like uh, I remember like the group chat was lit that night because like everybody was just like. Yo, it's actually coming out, and like everybody was up because you know it was Christmas. Like, yeah, everyone's, it was like, everyone's oh, off, I was like, working. Yes, you were working. Yeah, there? oh, you were working. Yeah, there. me too. I had a, I had a twelve hour shift, and I, honestly, I was playing it in my left headphone the whole day, and just like all day, bro. We were texting each other like like simultaneously. Yeah, when I was we, like, this song, this song kind of sucks, and you're like, I kind of like that one now, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of like that one now too. <laughs> yeah, and when we both got to Metamorphosis, we were it, it was like a simultaneous, yeah. bro. And all caps got sent like holy shit like, i was riding my my scooter to work at like maybe it was like 5 30 in the morning yeah, yeah. it was like it was like cardi hours you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what i mean that and i i 100 believe that could be his best song metamorphosis yeah it could be his nah. best song i don't know about his best song it could man. be dude that that one section where he like in my head, all I see is Cardi, like, breaking down and then, like, pounding his head where he's like, I didn't change my swag. Like, oh, yeah. And then he starts going, metamorphosis. It's one of Cardi's best, in my opinion, like, one of Cardi's best performances. Like, I feel like Die Lit and uh, the other one were more of, like, the Pierre show or, like, the beat, like the Harry Fraud show or something like that. And then the third one is more his, like, crazy performances. You know what I mean? He blends into the beats on the other one, but in the third one, like, literally in the mix, like, he sticks out. Right. Mm, you right. know? But that that's that's what I'm saying though. But he just he was he, every single release was like a like a meteor hit, bro. Like it was yeah. Yeah, I feel like Metamorphosis is like to your point. Like I feel like it's a pretty. Good, I think it's a like one of his like better songs, and I think it's gonna grow. Like it's that whole album. I feel like like some of those songs like deserve to be way bigger than they are. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like it wasn't in. We haven't seen it perform yeah. yet. You know what I mean? But Metamorphosis, it's definitely going to hit. I feel um, like when we see Metamorphosis live, like, opinions are going to change, yeah. like, yeah. for sure. Metamorphosis live was is it would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. When he starts touring, like, his show is going to be nuts. Like, that bass is literally just going to destroy the auditorium. You know, to summarize that point, like, in, I just think uh, a lot of the songs off Whole Lot, like, we had the discussion earlier. We were wondering, like, if Whole Lot of Red, like, if it had an impact or not. Having an impact, yeah. But it's like, I think it's going to take, like, the album being out there and being performed. You know what I mean? For, right. For that to, like, hit. Honestly. Else. Yes to that, and also like um, I don't want to like pivot to Jesus at all, but like I just wanted to just drop that. Obviously, Jesus is eight uh, years old, and I feel like again, like just like with um, when Goblin like like was eight years old, like uh, ten years old, like a couple months ago, whatever. Like you kind of see the impact a little bit later on with a lot of these really like controversial, like almost like horrorcore type albums. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how I feel like Jesus is like like when it first came out, I hated it, and like look at this shit now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I have a, a fucking tattoo. From the, from the album, so you, you don't see the impact for for things that are controversial and like kind of crazy, like uh, until you, a few years. Again, Jesus yeah. like directly inspired Billie Eilish, and like uh, 808s directly inspired Drake. But it just took a little bit of time for people to adjust their ears to it, and then you know what I mean. Like it's just like when something is new, everybody like looks at it weird. You know what I mean? Because it's like a new sound that nobody's ever heard. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I think I, I gonna like. I was kind of just to reiterate my point from like way earlier. Like I was like, I think that the new Drake uh, EP, 
like that that use that like fake PR beat or like the Mr. Rays that use the fake fake PR beat is like um, similar to a whole lot of red. Like in that kind of arcadey kind of like blue bloopy kind of yeah. sound. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like eight bit or something. Where like yeah, where it sounds like an arcade digital. game. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say uh, shout out to Fantano for saying it sounds like Castlevania because that was a literal that was a perfect comparison. Like Metamorphosis reminds me of Castlevania. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. like eight bit, but it's like creepy. Yeah, Cynthia. I mean, I don't know. Like they took the one Pierre sound though, because Pierre isn't like as like one dimensional. No, he 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 definitely has more than one sound. You know what I mean? But they took like they took. Pierre's greatest hits. They took the R.I.P. Yeah, sound, or yeah. you know what I mean, something like that. They took a, they took like your standard Pierre, you know what I yeah. mean, and and they ran with it, which is good enough. But to be honest with you, like I couldn't give a shit about it. Like I like it with Cardi because Cardi is fucking sick. Like he's a, he's able to carry anything on his own, but everybody else who's riding that wave is uh, I'm about mm, to get controversial. Not man. with it. I got some shit to say for real, for real, bro. I love Pierre and Cardi, but I definitely do feel like like they are kind of like Cardi is less one note, but Pierre Bourne is very one note. Like he does like I feel like he kind of does like the same thing over and recently, over again. recently you know yes, I mean? but like, but yeah, recently I, I would say he does, and and yeah. I know, I know what you're saying like that he does the same thing over and over again, but that's kind of his style, like where he has like the lion roar, right? You know what I mean? It's like but it's like is Pierre Bourne. Like, everybody, like, gives him credit, but, like, nobody yeah. gives, like, London on the track credit. Nobody gives, like, all these other producers who, like, are versatile. You know what I mean? I don't... Like, I completely disagree with that because right now, Wheezy, London, all those folks are, are head and shoulders doing more than what Pierre's no, doing. I'm, no, they are. I'm, I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, discussion. Like, that's those, my point. Those are the... Like, those guys... Wheezy, Wheezy was, like, held as, like, producer of the year last year, bro. Like, he was... I, I guess what I'm saying, like, in terms of, like culturally shifting artists right we always Weezy, like cite Weezy's Pierre big Bourne. on that Metro Boomin's big on that like all of them the thing with producers I mean again like Pierre Bourne I would say he was like the producer of the year last year or like 12 months ago or like even like two years ago but yeah. hip-hop is so ever-evolving and I and I feel like they put out so much stuff like again like Wheezy um I wouldn't have said that he's producer of the year last year but now I'm looking into it. I'm looking at the Gunna album. I'm looking at like the fucking Slime Language too, yeah. mm-hmm. and just the just like the way that he produces his beats reminds me of Pierre because he uses very specific sounds like other people don't use. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess what my point is that I feel like some producers get credit for like having a specific style and not differentiating from it, whereas other producers are very versatile. They can work with a lot of different artists, and you don't even necessarily like yeah. Like necessarily like mm. are aware sometimes of the like oh he made this beat you know what I mean or like he no, was yeah. doing like Buddha you know what I mean Buddha blesses beat like he's like so sick and like he never gets mm. you know what I sometimes mean sometimes those like, people are more successful though because because yeah. because Pierre's like I wanted to just I can like uh, send it to you in a second but I was gonna say like Pierre's beats are he charges way too much for them right it's not that he charges way too much for them is that he he waited a little too late to actually charge what they were well he's like I'm a niche yeah. like like yeah. I can I'm the only one who can make these beats like type of shit right right but like Weezy was never like that Weezy produces for all these different people and he kind does it in the background like in the shadows until right. he feels like until now he's like getting more spicy and he goes yeah, wheezy like, out of here twice on a song yeah like like he you know, used to do that like right. i feel like other producers yeah like other producers like they're able to curate the, the production to kind of match yes, the energy yes, of the artist yes. and i feel like P- a pierre beat it, that's a pierre beat you right, know what i mean right. and they're just gonna have to like speaking of that like on it. speaking of that like that's why like for me like you know i like i know you put me on a nudie before right but like what put me got me into Dr. Evil was the production. 
mm-hmm. of this album. And it was like really because it sounded to me like something that I hadn't heard before. And it was like very absent of like the, to me, the Pierre Bourne sound. Like, and it worked for, it worked really well for me because it like, it, it did something different. You know what I mean? And it sounded like it was kind of unique. Yeah. I know, I know what you're saying. And I think on the older Pierre releases, I feel like the, um or the, the Young Nudie releases, uh, with the exception of Slime Air, I would say um, Pierre's beats were the star. I mean, like Pussy right. or like Hell Shell or any of those things. Nudie is incre- absolutely incredible in those songs. But yeah. my favorite parts, the things that stick out to me the most are the Pierre beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like Young Nudie has kind of grown to a point where like he can work with all different producers. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has a very he has a very specific sound and it's a it's like a horror kind of sound. Right. And um, I really like this this first album um, or this new album. um that he did uh, Dr. Evil Dr. Evil I like the first song on that album that it reminds me of, reminds me of Twin Peaks so good <laughs> it's so like good, the, like the duh, yeah like very like yeah, yeah. like oh shit like eerie like I'm it, in the middle of the like woods Twin right Peaks. now it is like Twin Peaks yeah. Well, yeah I mean it's sort of like in a way though like so Nudie and Pierre came up together like like organically right yeah. you know what right. I mean so to to say like Pierre's sound was like the, it it was a symbiotic relationship, bro. It right. was like it was like Kobe getting drafted by the Lakers. He didn't he didn't get signed into the Lakers. He didn't go there by choice. He yeah. just so happened to get drafted to the Lakers, yeah. and then then they became a three peating team. Yeah, yeah. I don't Wait, mean what? To, <laughs> Hold I don't, on, I'm, I'm, you lost me. I'm, no, I, I, so you're, you're saying, saying like, that Pierre Bourne is the Kobe Bryant of, of production. Or say the Lakers. I'm saying, the, I'm saying that the relationship was organic to where, like, it wasn't that, that Nudie needed him. It was that they were literally in the studio Oh, I, yeah, there's no no question about it. I'm just saying, I think uh, Nudie... I, I was saying to Eve... Yeah, because I was saying, like, I, I guess I had phrased it in a way that it made it seem like... I was, like, trying to, like, say, like, you know, uh, it was all Pierre, like, beats or whatever, Nudie. and not Nudie. Yeah. But, he, but, like, he's pointing out that, like, yeah. that they had, like, mm-hmm. they did come up together, and you know what yeah. I mean, in that area, like, and so it's, like... Yeah, I, they called the band sound together. Him. Yeah, right. like they 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 started their careers working with each other. Right. Right. Exactly. And twenty one, and twenty one yeah. savage. Yeah. yeah, so they called their careers started off together pretty much. Yeah, and with Trippy Red as well. Yep. So it it's it wasn't really so much that like it was Young Nudie was starting off, so he really wasn't rapping as well as he is now. Yeah, but Pierre had already been working on his little kit for a little bit before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, it was organic it, to me. Like when I say that that they went on to to three peat, excuse me, those slime ball albums or mixtapes, and then um, uh, Nudie Land and Slime Air, bro. Yeah, I can run those front to back, not a single skip. And the whole thing is, I didn't have a clue about Nudie until Ryan showed me them mm-hmm. uh, him, and uh, it was like I was going through some shit. And it's like was, a chain. Yeah, like influence, or whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's funny. Yeah, but like, it was circle like, of bosses. The circle of bosses, <laughs> bro, bro. I was I was all fucked up in my feelings and shit. Ryan's trying to get me to yo like, yo. We we hadn't hung out in like a year. I feel like something like that, or like a year and a half. Yeah, and I picked him up. Yeah, he was like in his feelings about you know whatever. I, we don't need to get into specifics yeah, here. Specific. Picked him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. I had a, a bag of CBD in my car. And, yeah. and we pull up to the park. He's like, yo, you just have that out? Like, we're at the Dunkin' Donuts. You don't want to put that away? I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't matter, whatever. We drove to the park. We crushed two White Claws in the parking lot. Went for a walk. Had some smokable CBD. Mm-hmm. And then you made out. Nah, but <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we were listening to Young Nudie. Nah, yeah. Nah, and nah. I was showing him the baby. I'm like, yo, the baby the baby is sick, right? He's like, no. He's, he's like, something about him I don't like. 
Yeah, it was that every song sounded like Suge. Yeah, every <laughs> single fucking song was Suge. No, no offense with the baby, but he's not for me, bro. However, on Dispatch, yo, that verse was fucking crazy. And up until that, up until I ran the album by myself, and I heard that Megan The Stallion verse on uh, on Shada, mm-hmm. that that was that was like verse of the like feature of the year to me at at that point. But then that ended up being my like almost my album of the year. I ended up running it more than anything else. But Venom Prison won it for me. But and then then Nudie came out like the next year with Anyways, and it was like all right. Like I I kind of just been like. I don't know. I was I was kind of sour to the fact that he wasn't working with Pierre, and it sort of just got me like disinterested from it. Yeah. Wait. Let me let me ask you this though. Do you do you guys think that uh, Nudie has uh, album of the year potential? No. For hip hop, for me, it's up there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't listened. I mean, other than like lyrical shit, but I don't really like. I'm not gonna. Put lyrical shit on my album of the year. No, I got like you. Tur- shit. Like for tur- shit, I'd say yeah. Like did you did you have Nudie in your albums of the year or no? I had them for yeah. I had them my albums of the year. I I have like I, we can go into my albums of the year. Yeah, yeah. Know. We can just start with you, I guess. Yeah. Because because so I, I feel like you're the one. You're the nudie. Uh, like the new like <laughs> you're the new nudie. The new nudie. I mean, I just like Defender. I just like Doctor Evil a lot. Like I just think Doctor. I think like I said earlier, the concept of. I don't know that many rappers who can run with the concept for a long time. Uh-huh. Like a lot, of, and I don't know that many, like especially like you know this class, like who just really stick to a theme. Um, and like I saw the culmination of a theme here. It felt like, like this literally felt like I was watching a movie. You know what I mean mm-hmm. when I was listening uh-huh. to it, mm-hmm. and like that's just something that I really appreciate in music. Um, Let's see, which album was that again? That was Doctor Evil for, by um, Young Nudy. The other one that I had on there was um, Draco the Ruler, The Truth Hurts. Like, fucking another movie of an album. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, the, the setting is just like, it's so vivid. Like, you can see everything. And disrespectful as hell. And it's beautiful. It's oh, just yeah. like, it's some really good music. Mm-hmm. Um, OTF, that was another one that I liked a lot. Loyal um, Bros, you mean? Mm-hmm. Only the Family? Yeah, Only the Family, Loyal Bros is what it's called. Oh, my, yeah, OTF, yeah. Loyal Bros, um... That was presented by Lil Durk and company. Um, I'll say, like, yeah, that was a huge one for me. Um, you know, I, I compared it to, like, Voice of the Heroes and, like, other, like, shit. Like, Street shit's really been running 2020 with rap, in my opinion. Like, I, I count the Detroit wave as, like, street shit. You know what I mean? And, like, that just, like, was one of the best just, like, I don't know, celebrations of all that shit. Um, Pray for Haiti. I was in there, too. Mm-hmm. Mac um, I oh. did throw a lyrical album in there. Yeah. Um, I'm already hearing some similarities in the yeah uh, each list. Yeah, that was I've, tough. Mm-hmm. And then Chemtrails Over the Country Club for when I'm simping. Wild, <laughs> wild, <laughs> absolutely wild, like, uh, gaps between... Oh yeah, you know these spicy albums? ass oh, yeah. choice. Oh yeah, yeah man, yeah, oh, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you're, you're very interesting <laughs> albums you picked. Yeah, oh, it was like yeah. Mac Homie, oh, like yeah. the like hard ass rap, and then it's like yeah, yeah and Lana, yeah, and Lana chills over. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta be real, bro. Like that's what I listen to. I love. I thought Lana killed it, bro. I love Lana, <laughs> dude. She's she fucking. I mean, it's hard to do like five albums. Like it might change for me, but like right now. You know, like I haven't literally listened through every single thing that everyone else has made. So I mean, else is like suggested. So it's like, you know, that might change. You know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. when this is like the first half of the year, like this is what we 
like so far of what we listened to. That's true. We we definitely have some mutuals, but we have some differences. Differences. I mean, as far as mutuals, uh, Mac Homie was pretty much the only one for me. Yeah. Um, but like surprisingly, I haven't been listening to too much rap this year. Like I listened to a, a solid amount last year. Like I loved um, you know, the weekend had a little bit of rap on it, but like Twenty One Savage, um, West Side Gun, you know, what I mean Conway. Like I was really into, all, and even Mac Homie actually came out with a really really good album, and um, Freddie Gibbs, which yeah. we gave like an A plus. Um, yeah, but this year I wasn't too interested in rap. I don't know. I guess like for some reason, like weird experimental rock where they like didn't care how many streams they got. They didn't like care about touring music was like my alley. Like I really loved, um, this ice age album. And, uh, you know, we did that for the the podcast, um, seek shelter. Mm. That was a really cool one because it, yeah, remi- that was really good too. yeah, it reminded me of the Rolling Stones and like Oasis. It brought me back to that kind of era where it's like, um, British rock music and like, you know, you're in like a big giant, like uh park or something like that, like splendor in the field type of shit. And you're just like, there's like a hundred thousand people you're playing to a huge crowd you know what i'm saying like remind me of that big kind of like stadium rock and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff um saint vincent you know what i mean is another vintage rock album that i really fucked with like super heavy uh jack antonoff you know what i mean as i said you know his hands need to be insured for like a fucking million dollars you know I mean? no that's like yeah. the truth yeah he made chemtrails over the country club too yeah. like, bro if he's cutting onions and he cuts rock. one of his fingers off bro like all the female pop artists are gonna like lose their sound like overnight it's like holy shit like who do we get now like yeah. dude seriously. get pierre on the phone <laughs> we, need to, like, <laughs> we need to go in a totally different bro, direction saying, pierre, boy. you know what i mean <laughs> but um but yeah, as, uh, as far as uh, you know uh production marvels goes as well um you know i think the saint vincent album was was pretty in, in, uh insane like it had such a crazy instrumental palette where it's like it had like nine different instruments mm-hmm. but it was they did that on each song so they, each album had a sax and like a uh or a Wurlitzer and like a full chorus and you know what i mean like all these very specific 70s instrument instruments but like i don't know it was it was cool it was like a, a jam session it felt like almost and um but like very concise and like very artful the way that saint vincent does it um but yeah, as far as production marvels goes as well, um, the spirit of the beehive album is like pretty much, you know, my album of the year. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah you're getting me into that. Like I had a couple, I had a couple of those songs in my top 25, but like I had to take them out cause I felt like a fraud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that shit, that album tripped me out. Like he ran it. He ran that shit on me. Like I got home from work, rolled up my ceremonial pain relief, uh, CBD. CBD. And I, I sat down, and bro was like, yo, you want to listen to this album with me? And I was like, fuck it. Like, why not? And it just ended up being, like, an experience to the to the point where we actually ended up running it, like, back, mm-hmm. like, right after. Again. I love that album. Yeah. It, it's not it's not in my personal top five, but, like, I, I, I love that album. It, it, it's so good. Yeah, just one big, like, mix. Like, oh, you do you like that album, Troy? I do, too. Yeah. No, I really liked it, too. Like, um... I thought like it was just a crazy direction. Of, of course, they're a Philly band too, so I gotta love them. Yeah, and um, you know, shout out Philly. Yeah, shout out Philly. Yeah, like all day. Like their sound was just so interesting and just so new. You know, like I, I kind, it's kind of like a like a Tame Impala two but like better. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's like studio trickery, like wizardry. Like it gets me to the point where like I don't know how they're gonna. It's almost like them airs. Like I don't know how they're gonna play that live. And I'd be really curious to see how they adapt it because it's just like there's so many stops and starts and all this woozy sound, like the vocals like slow down like this. Like, I don't know how they're going to do any of that live. I'm just curious to see. Um, You know what I mean? But it's one of those albums where it's just like very, you know, what I mean, it's like it flows from song to song like so neatly. It's just like one big 60 minute like nightmare, yeah. like ambient nightmare or some shit like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so those are four of them. And then, um, you know, this is not my album of the year, but I wanted to just um, 
have this be of note because this is like the only album from the beginning of the year in my capping phase that I uh, held on to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I say capping phase, I mean like I gave something an A minus, like the Nick Cave album, but I really think it's now I think it's like a B or a B minus or something like that. Um, but Genesis Owasu is the only one that um, really held out for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like Australians are absolutely fucking murdering it this year and like in the mainstream and the underground. I mean, the kid Leroy. You know what yeah, I mean, bro? Yeah, like he, he's he's huge. I mean, I mean, I'm not a big fan of him, but like, I he is pretty successful though. You know? Right? I like, yeah. My most loved and my most hated artists are both Australian. Like, you know what I mean? What about the guy who made Rolling Down? Uh, what you know about Rolling? <laughs> yeah. He's Australian too. He's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> they have the influence on the sound and Genesis Wasu uh, and and Kieran J. Callanan and you know all the producers and all the people in the band. That it's Australian I, wave, man. Jesus Christ, man! They've just absolutely fucking crushed it on this album. Like, mm. like. You know, um, besides Matt Comey, this is the only like rap influence of any kind album uh, that's on here. And like, you know, he, he, can, he can fucking rap. He can like sing his ass off. He can just like, as I said in, in the last uh, episode, the quarter year episode, like, you know, I mean, he can be like a he could play with like whoever. Like he could play with like Rage Against the Machine or he can do like a lounge song or like like a duet with like, you know, like somebody playing piano or some shit. Like he's just so versatile and so wild. And his appearance is like so crazy with the you know, the band aids all over his face, and you know what I mean, like like wild fucking guitar solos live. Um, I just want to go to Australia, bro. Word, that's all I'm real. saying. For real, shout out to my homies out there, Davis and Aaron. Good music and bad women. Next, Troy, mm-hmm. top top five. All right, so you know I have stuff in common with you guys. So first, I'm just gonna get off the bat. Kem chose over the Country Club by Lana Del Rey. Hell yeah, dude. That is, it's amazing. You know, like it's like. It's poetry over just beautiful music like uh jack uh anatoff like and him <laughs> i can never say his name right yeah that I was the whole every... review <laughs> <laughs> it's jack antonoff bro it's antonoff <laughs> Ant- Ant- on and off <laughs> jack on and off no but like I, honestly like he's, he's like my pop producer of the year like he's just been making this like amazing shit like that album like felt like i was just like what like it felt like I just watched like Gone with the Wind or something, but like a modern day version where like she's you know singing about insta thoughts and shit, you know. Like I thought it was like, done very well, where like it sounded like a classic sound, but it was also like about like you know shit that's going on now, you yeah, know, like yeah, in like kind yeah. of like our language is like this generation. Uh, yeah, I love when albums can do that. No, yeah, it's, it was awesome. Um, and, and so another one uh, actually is a review that I did recently, um, Hall of Fame by Polo G. Like you I, gotta put me on to that, bro, because that was I, one of those I missed like, dude, in this it, whole week of rap shit. It's it was really good. Like uh, he is a really good storyteller. Like and you know he's from Chicago. Um, like there's even like a song he has like, with Lil Durk on there too. Yeah. But like you know the rap about coming from Chicago. A lot of it's about like betrayal and shit. Like and like how like he has trust issues now too. Because like like back in the day, like like uh, in the album he talks about like his best friend like literally stabbed him in the back damn you know and yeah. then like and then like pretty much a lot of the songs are like like you can tell like he's really like unable to trust people after that because like you know the elementary school friend like did that to him yeah like it, it's real like it was real good the production too is like i think it really sets it out from like a lot of other like um like trap albums that come out how do you f- sorry yeah because yeah, it's like piano based and guitar based rather than just like synths and shit I was gonna say, how do you think it sounds like compared to like his other? Because like I was, I really liked. He had an album. La- it was last year he dropped that last album. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I really go. liked that last one. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it a lot. So how did you feel like when it compares to that? 
I think like um, I think the goats like they. De- I feel like that was more of a direction in like the actual instruments of guitar and like piano. But I feel like um, like the new one, it, it's a little more like kind of like pop rap a little bit. Like, um, but I will let's say the production is still pretty stellar throughout right. the whole thing. But there are like maybe like a couple songs where it's just like. Like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't really match with the whole form of, like, what the album is trying to do. Okay. But, like, um, yeah, I really liked uh, the, really good, the really good songs. The intro was just insane. Like, the way, like, he kind of described, like, Chicago and his friends growing up with, like, it was like he was, like, describing, like, these Greek warriors back in the day. It was just, like, he was just, like, admiring, like, these guys, like, they'll just go out and look for trouble. They'll fucking, they will fuck you up. Yeah. Like, um, like and, and, you know, like, it was just, like, his storytelling was just insane. He's yeah. a great storyteller. Yeah. It, that's, that's pretty cool, though, because it's, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, the people you idolize when you're younger are, like, sometimes the people you become. You know what I mean? And that's who you have to, you know what I mean? Like. I was mad deep. <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna come out here or something. I was like, oh shit, what is that? Great. <laughs> no, but but yeah, when you're a kid and you see you see these guys like they just seem cool. You know what I mean? Like when I was yeah. younger, like 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 I would see these kids who were just like they were complete troublemakers. You know what yeah. I mean? And and that kind of stuff. And but like I would idolize I would idolize them alongside people that were actually probably like cool and did good things and that kind of stuff. But yeah. but like you know what I mean? It, the storytelling is so good because he's like you're you're just like a product of your, your environment you know what i mean like if your friends and your idols and all these people are like want to get into trouble or like you know want to have fun or whatever like yeah. obviously you're going to want to do that yeah you know what i mean i, I it's cool yeah you know what's funny he even talks about that he describes I, it think, in detail. I think i see ryan over here fuck with polo g he describes it in detail yeah no i like polo g <laughs> in the new album Honestly. like another thing too what i like about the new album too is that like it's very self-aware like he like rats to have just been like like, like the reason why like this shit's going like this because we don't really have like an older generation like kind of like guiding us through. You yeah, know? yeah, like, it's yeah. just these older kids like like three years older than you that you yeah. think are like adults and do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it, you're saying exactly. Yeah. Like you know, just like they're just like growing up off of, like young advice, you know, and it's just like yo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blueface had a similar line about that. He was like, all these kids raising kids. Like it seems like a lot of like the I not to like take over tangentially like. I feel like a lot of rap has been like street rap this year, and I feel like that's it's because like there's been so much violence like mm-hmm. that that's been going on in these communities. Like, like you hear people just like talking about it, like trying to express it, trying to like cope with it. You know what I mean? And it's like, a, it's a combination of the fact that there is a lot of violence and the fact that the, the that there's people that like to exploit the fuck out of that for for their own riches too. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at it, what sells is always tra- tragedy. Sells a lot. Yeah, you know I mean, a lot. There's there's rappers that that can rap their ass off, but they they come from a vanilla storyline. You know what I mean? They'll they'll never get put on the same way like a Sosa would because Sosa was shooting right. back at police. Right. You have a, you have a reason to sell him. You have a reason to to put them on. Now they yeah. come with they come with baggage that now they you could put a spotlight on bro because he's more susceptible to fucking up. You could put money behind this shit. You could put press behind it. Everybody's going to eat off of it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a combination of exploitation of raw talent that was straight desperate to get out. You know what I mean? It's a win-win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other side, again, is people merging out of these shitty war-torn areas. You know what I mean? There's Nobody should have to live like how they do in Chicago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah, but yeah, Polo G's album definitely like stands out like amongst those, you know, that those kind of albums and like um mm-hmm. no, yeah. yeah. You like, know what I mean? Like honestly just like listen to that album like it's the it's how specific he is with these stories. Like even like the outro for me just like gave me chills like cuz in the outro like he like takes the point of view of like an altercation that happened like his boy was like shot and killed in, in like a store 
because like he was just like wasn't paying attention like the ops were there and then like he took like the other side of like of like another friend of his and um his other friend and he like you know was like in his point of view getting revenge like all of it was about like fucking killing this dude like i need revenge and like and pretty much the song ends with like you know of course he gets caught dude goes to jail uh he was looking up to 25 years in jail judge gave him 28 like you know and that's how and then like it just ends like of just like like this is the shit that happens yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so like that's why like, I I really liked it. even though I did give it a B minus I uh, you know like I still think like it's definitely worth like in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my, my next one is actually Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. Uh, very different from the last album. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I just really like the the pop direction she goes into, and like I really like how she kind of utilizes like the eighties vibe. Yeah, it sounds like karaoke, like a couple of those songs. You know, she went in a lot of different directions. Like she has a, a song that almost sounds like Phoebe Bridgers or like Pavement or one of those kind of songs where it's like down down to earth, like small town, you know, rough and tumble indie music, whatever. And then the next one is like, uh, you know, like yeah, like you're having a night in Japan and you're like singing karaoke and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a good time and like um, yeah, right. Yeah, and honestly, like I just think like um, I don't know. I feel like this is like the album where Japanese Breakfast is really just like coming into like a crazy direction where like I, it's it should be getting more attention you know yeah yeah i'm happy i'm happy i'm going to see um her um in, in west haven i'm going to see her before bright eyes and then i'm going to see her with you with spirit of the beehive actually so yeah i'm trying to get some good pictures maybe try and get an interview or something that'd be kind of dope because i you know that album is is fantastic manifesting it yeah Jap- japanese breakfast or spirit yeah. of the beehive if you're listening <laughs> yeah 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 help <laughs> please let us go <laughs> oh, we're plotting over an anti <laughs> we're planning to interview you for a good time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what um, else you got, Troy? Yeah. Okay. Let me just go on the next one. Okay. So the so the last um, album that I'm talking about is "The Voice of the Heroes" by Lil Baby and Lil Durk. Whoa! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Wow. Really? Oh my god, dude! It, it was really good. Like, I mean, I've been Troy's holding it down. It's funny. I, 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 I love the connections like that happen <laughs> randomly. Like, wait a second. Hold on. What? <laughs> I like. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's say, yeah, I don't man. know, just like Lil Durk and Lil Baby, like their voices together are just insane. They become the voice of the hero. They are the voice of the hero, you know? Like, I, I, I gotta give say, it a listen. I gotta give it a listen. I was a Lil Durk hater in the beginning, but now I see he is the voice. Oh. <laughs> he is the voice. Oh, man. I was such a, you know what? It's funny. When you when you say the beginning, I think you're literally talking about the beginning of the podcast because you, you said that was Lil that Durk first was less good than Nav. You said you like Nav better, remember? No, but Lil Durk, he, yeah, he grew on me, you know? Like, he just kept yeah. on, like, you know, he just kept on Full doing, circle. like, good projects. I mean, what was that other album he did? Uh, OTF. OTF. Yeah. That, that yeah. impressed me, too. Oh, my I God. Got, it's just funny because, like, like, this is such a perfect time to go over this kind of stuff. Uh, not, not to cut you off. I'm so sorry, but it's, it's relevant. Like, it's just funny. Like, we're halfway through the year. And, like, you're not a little Dirk hater anymore. And, like, I'm, like, sort of not a little baby hater anymore on record. You know, oh, on shit. so many podcasts, oh, I've said, I yeah. like this Drake album because Lil Baby did well. Yeah. I like this DJ Khaled album because Lil Baby did Lil well. Baby, How bro. many times do I have to give Lil Baby compliments until <laughs> I like his music? Yeah, yeah man. That's it. I it's love like, to you're, see it. You're the worst Lil Baby hater. You're just like, oh, I hate him. I don't. But I, I like that one song. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's good once in a while. It's, it's, he records so much, you know what I mean. And 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 a lot of times it just sounds like I don't know. I feel like he's getting a haircut or something, and he's just like ah, blah, 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 and then he moves on to the next thing. But then another verse, he's like, 
goes hard. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean he. I, I feel you. He can have like hot and cold days. He just puts out so much stuff. It's like Lil B or something. Like, he puts out so much stuff. And yeah. It's just like no. He's like literally <laughs> the premier. Like yeah, once in a while. Like, oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, like, he's I the feel hottest. like every single week, like there's either a new Lil Baby song or, or a new Young Thug song. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like those yeah. two are just like. Every week they're putting out a verse or some shit or a song. Yeah. I, I was going to say he's literally like the mainstream Lil B where he just puts out like hundreds of verses. And then it's like you have to dig through them like like in my opinion, like with my my personal taste. He's got a lot to, of content. To find a bass god fucks my bitch or to find like a, you know what I mean? Like a help me out here, Ryan. Other Lil B songs that are fire. All of them? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lil B. You know what I mean? Like. All of them again. I mean, run white flame in its entirety. I'm Fabio, fucking Wonton Soup, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Charlie Sheen. Like, literally spin the wheel, bro. Yeah, though all those shit. Deep ass thoughts. Deep ass thoughts. Deep ass thoughts was fucking nuts. Dirty pop. Like, come on, bro. you know, Ryan. I gotta ask you a question. Um, what do you think about Lil B's uh, song uh, "Fuck Kevin Durant"? I think you slimy for that for that fucking question. <laughs> and I think that song is beautiful still. I think literally he I think he made that song to get um Kevin Durant onto the Warriors. You know what I mean? Cuz cuz Lil B was dissing Kevin Durant from uh, he's a Warriors fan, no? Uh, Lil B, right? Yeah. Because he's from the Bay. He's he's from uh, So he was he was dissing yeah. Kevin Durant. He's like you'll never get a championship. Like I'm putting the curse on you. And then he's like, "All right, fine. I'll move to your area and I'll say I'm sorry to you, Lil B." And then well, he, he never said, I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. You know, he still moved to the day. You know what I mean? It's, it's enough. Yes. He went to the Warriors. Lil B lifted the, the base guys. Great. Right, he moved to his favorite team. He has more influence in the NBA than Drake because Lil Drake B. tried to influence the NBA and he got fined. But yeah, Voice of the Heroes was fine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Lil B. I was like, I got the sorry. Go back. No. Lil B, Lil Baby. I'm sorry. I just There's a connection in my head. And then no, we got the yeah. Kevin My bad. <laughs> But yeah, it's sick though. Like it was yep. a sick album. Like it was like because I remember like when I first heard, it, I was just like you know I went in with like I'm like I'm not gonna like this, and then I listened to it and I was like damn like that was fucking sweet. Yeah, like, right. Something about like the production and like the just like the way that their like their the flow is. I guess it's like the Atlanta flow or something. Like the it just fits so perfectly and it, yeah. like they're just rapping about some like real shit yeah. and like they're able to do like these like like rhymes and fucking like just ways to make it just so interesting and just yeah. so like it just pops out comes alive yeah i think one thing that i noted on in like in my review was like like in a lot of these like i guess collab albums like it's like unless you define like kind of like what your role is on the song mm-hmm. or like what you're bringing to it like it can get lost you know what i mean and like i feel like uh, Baby and Dirk like very clearly in voice of the heroes like <laughs> like differentiate themselves like Dirk is like yo Baby's this clean cut guy bro he will give you every fire verse on this album but I'm gonna give you like some real shit you know what I mean uh, he was mm-hmm. like he's like I can't be the hero you know what yeah, I mean he's that's like, it. He's like I can't. you wanna be the hero or the voice you he gotta called, pick yeah. one yo he's yeah. one misstep well there's one misstep calling J. Cole the lyricist Oh, he did. Oh, shit. I didn't. Who? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw who that. that? I saw you should have given that distinction to Playboy Cardi. He's got. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the person who invented music. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry to cut you guys off again. But I want to just move on to Ryan because we are getting to the hour mark. We're, you know, we're, we're recording this podcast like professional. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, like yeah, we're going to have dinner now, like in five yeah, minutes type yeah. shit. We're going to have steak and lobster. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> vegan steak, oh. vegan lobster. I just want to send it over to Ryan real quick to say his albums of the year so we can kind of wrap up and uh, talk about one additional item. Uh, That's on the ballot. Yeah. F- yeah. So, ballot. Something. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, so Titty Troy gave you know, his Sorry. testimony on the uh, on Voice of the Heroes, which I thought was actually like pretty fucking solid. But as much as I love that album, it didn't make my top five either. My shit is uh, number one would be The Truth Hurts by Draco the Ruler. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're all on the Draco the Ruler wave at this point. Yeah, that was that was a good one too. I really like that one. <laughs> that shit is uh, I don't I don't like it for the setting, so to say, because. I mean, what it is is just his his wordplay is stupid. Undiddy yeah. in the, the shit, the shit Bro. that he says, yeah. just makes me scratch my head sometimes. Like I just, I find it incapable to listen to him and not yeah. give him a, a a a grand reaction. I find it like, I, he just he will always make me go fuck. Like no matter what, <laughs> yeah. especially in Don Tolliver. Yeah. Where it took me a minute to understand why he called the song Don Tolliver. And when I figured out why he called it's it a that. It's Lambo truck, the Don, right? No, no, no. no. It, it's a Rolls Royce truck. Rolls Royce truck. Okay. No, no, no. Not even a truck. It's it's, it's a Rolls Royce oh. that you can't, like, you don't go to a Rolls, a Rolls Royce dealership and buy. Wow. You have to put 200 grand down so that they fucking commission wow. the car for you. You see how, like, niggas pull up with, with wraiths and shit like that. And those cars are fucking sick. Yeah, right. He's like, yo, that's the shit you could buy off the dealership. My shit you need to commission. Oh, okay. So he's got a he's got a Rolls Royce. Yeah, he's got a Rolls Royce Dawn that he just spills lean in and shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's saying, pull up in that double R. I'm Don Tolliver. Like, that shit is just so fucking crazy, Man, yeah. bro. I, I think the crazy part of that song is that like he actually got Don Tolliver to yeah, feature in a song called Don, Don Tolliver. Tolliver. Yeah. <laughs> he's just rolling around in the in the Dawn with the Hoff twins. Yeah. You know what Potentially. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Don Tolliver and like the 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 weird features that I like to sometimes just throw on albums without looking at the track list. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was Ryan sent me Draco to listen to. I was at work and I just put it on and I'm cruising through all of a sudden, you know, everybody who's been paying attention and to the show knows I'm huge on Icewear Vezo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just saw all your guys on there. I was like, bro, you, all your guys are on here. Yeah. Man, check it out. It's, your, it's all your pals. Yeah. <laughs> but your I, but he, didn't, he didn't specify exactly who. He was just like, yo, like everybody you 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 fuck with design here. I was like, all right, all right, I'll listen to it. And when I finished it, I was like, yeah. I like Sade, what the hell? Yeah, like. <laughs> no, nah, I finished it and I was just like, first of all, Drake, what the fuck? Second of all. <laughs> yeah, yo, but honestly knows. though, that Drake song, not the worst feature he's done. In it, no, that's it the best bro. Drake I, that's feature. Like, yeah, like, I really like this feature from him with, uh, with Draco. Drake was in and out. He he just did just his did chorus. the chorus. Yep. Bam! That's all he needed. He literally to do. did that just because his name is you know it's like Draco. Dra- I'll have Drake. Everybody's like Don Tolliver. Yeah, yeah, Don Tolliver. <laughs> like you know what I mean? That's why. I, and then you know what I mean? Pull up but Drake yeah. also, to my surprise, Drake actually was one of those guys that was putting money down on, on Draco's books and shit. Like yeah. when, when he was in prison and all that. Right. So that that and so was cool as hell. But yeah, like aside from that, you know, the the wordplay. The disrespectfulness. I mean, the intro song, uh, just it's well, it's called intro. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just talking about like your boy's gone. Like you, you can't even fucking revive him, bro. Like he's dead. Mm, sucks. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Ain't shit you could do about it. I just shot him. His nerves are hanging out. Ah, say so. The mag saying, uh, "Fucking asking God why I ain't go to hell yet." Like that shit is cr- like 
it, it's so cryptic and so gross, but you can like if you picture it in your head, these are two guys <laughs> that are just passing around a cigarette and smiling. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That shit is very so, very specific. Like <laughs> like those those guys are the well, I should say Draco is just so yeah. one of a kind and he's not like YG two point like a lot of these new no, guys are. No, right. Like, no, yeah. And the, the the people he works with and surrounding himself with in the in the Stink team as well, they're all very distinct. They're all not like we're gonna rap over DJ Mustard mm-hmm. beat or we're gonna get a Ty Dolla Sign feature. It's sick. So that's that. That's why it's like it's one of my favorites for sure. And then right after that, I got the uh, Slime Language Two for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, uh, yeah, love yeah. that album. Yeah, I, I I slept on I slept on putting that on my. Top five. I might. I might have to like relook at that. Yeah. What are you guys' top songs from that album? Oh, uh, number ski? number one for me is you, you're you're never gonna expect what my number one is. What is it? Ski? Nah. I think I know what it is. You've no, no. I'm telling. I'm saying the the Coil Ray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one I was gonna say next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the one, the one. Carla and Coil Ray did that. Shit is amazing. Like from the minute. From the minute Carlay started flowing, I was like, "Hey, yo, yeah, like yeah. that shit don't have you saying some 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 funny shit out loud singing to yourself." No facts, facts. <laughs> but that's like that's like one of those like unique like romantic songs that you, you can, like everybody's gonna like. You know, yeah, uh, I would just, I just, I find myself just like flowing with it, like I'm going, yeah, it's just, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't like that song at all. I don't mean to step on your your party, but just way to ruin the fucking vibe. I don't like that song, guys. I'm so sorry, I don't like that song. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, that album was so cool. It had a lot of really stand super standout songs. It did. I like the Nav feature, uh, Pots and Pans. Pots with, uh, and Pans is his name. Pots and Pans is my second favorite. Yeah, that, that shit was like... But I didn't like Unfunk. You know what I mean? I wasn't a fan of that. The, the song with Unfunk. Yeah, that shit mean? was garbage. Yeah, there was a couple yeah. a couple like uh, thinkers on there for me, for Yo, sure. I think Ski is just like, whoa. Ski's a moment. <laughs> Ski's a moment. Whoa, what? Yeah. Ski's like... A like, moment. Uh, yeah, like, what do you mean? That's just like a TikTok, man. What do you, yeah. I see this, but it's this a moment in time. It's a moment yeah. in time. Like it, It's like Hot was. Yeah. Remember how big Hot was? Dude, that was a moment. Hot. That, that was a moment. Yeah. yeah. So, dun, 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 dun. And yeah. a lot of the, a lot of my favorite songs I hear are the ones you like that aren't dominated by Thug, but then like Superstar, bro, with mm-hmm. Future. Oh my! Yeah, Superstar. God. Like, oh, yeah, oh Future's been floating through Features this year too. Oh, dude, he's he's. He he's been like how Cuddy was back in the day with anything Cuddy featured yeah, on was yeah. just gold. Yeah. yeah, that's what Future's doing right now. Yeah. Future's just blessing everybody. Everybody, but, but yeah, man, uh, Slime Language too, to me, is just so well done. Even though it's a bit of a of a mammoth to get through, mm-hmm. it's not really too much of a chore. But uh, yeah, right after that for me is uh, uh, Luca Tronkage by uh, Baby Tron, one third of the legendary group out of uh, Detroit Shitty Boys. Fucking Luca Tron- Luca Tronkage is is incredible. It's it's completely unexpected because I didn't I didn't think like those scam like type rap dudes would like can elevate their game a little further on. You know what I mean? Tron is actually trying lyrically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tron is actually going with the beat. He's doing things that you wouldn't expect him. He fucking sampled Jaheem, bro. Who samples Jaheem? 
When was the last time you heard Jaheem? Yeah. Well, sorry, I listened to the shitty boys. I was boys. in the car. Oh, yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> That's the last time I heard Jaheem was in the car with my mom. That, that, <laughs> who, the, who the fuck? Who who the fuck is like? You know what? You know what? You know what niggas need, bro. You know what the streets need. I gotta listen. What, to that. I need to hear the ja- Jaheem. I need to hear that Jaheem feature. Jaheem. Yeah, bro. He fucking. He he took you know the song Just in Case by Jaheem. He took that, made a whole song out of it. Like that shit is brilliant, yeah, yeah. bro. This shit is brilliant. Go yeah. ahead, Ryan. My oh, brother. I was gonna say I was um, listening to the Three Peat album the other day, and that album is so it's so good. You know what I mean? And he was definitely a part of that. And then Four Peat fell off with the production and like some of the some of the flows and stuff like that. So when you um, when you brought up this, you know, uh, what do you call it? Album. By uh, Luca Trunkage. Yeah, that album, not the Shitty Boys albums. Um, I was like, oh, you know, it could be good, it could be bad. But yeah, the production is good, the flows are back on, which I like. And again, this music is very simple and like very easy to get into, and that's what I like about it. And um, again, like 4 Pete had a couple of good songs on there, but it was a little bit of like a chore as far as like, remember some of the audio issues? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 for example, like um, the song is two minutes and 20 seconds, and at two minutes it just goes silent yeah. for 20 seconds. So it's just like the producer messed up or like, you know what I mean? Some of the, It was like tracked badly. Like it was like not good, but like this new album that he came out with or new mixtape or new whatever, it is, yeah. it's good. You know what I mean? It has a lot of really fucking good songs. It's more focused and it's just fun. Yeah, it's it's. I said it in a. I put a singles review out. Uh, you'll see it soon for uh, for one of his mm-hmm. tracks. But um, it really is like like uh, Babytron is announcing his presence to the world. Like you, you gotta take me serious, cause I'm capable of more than you think. So to, that got me excited as fuck, and I really love that album. I really, yep. really am going to listen to it more than just once, and then. Right after that, the album I've been bumping since it came out re- repeatedly, uh, Fraser Trill's self-titled Fraser Trill. Uh, he's one of the guys off of Sauce House. Yeah, uh, speaking of Pierre, yeah. Yeah, Pierre's got one of Pierre's guys, yeah. Pierre had an MVP moment on this album at, like to the point where, like Ryan, when you and I were listening to it, we were just making faces at each other like, fuck. Yeah, um, it was a good equal balance of things because I feel like, you know, like shout out to Chavo and, and shout out to Jelly, but I feel like the Pierre production again was like so flashy on those albums that it kind of overtook them sometimes. And I yeah. feel like on this Frasier Trill album, there was a good harmony where like Frasier Trill, his like, um, I don't know, he sounds very seasoned. He sounds like he's been doing it for a while or something like that. And Pierre, as a producer, feels the same way. So I just feel like they had such a good chemistry. You know what I mean? There was like equal input um as far as like pierre beats weren't too flashy or too crazy and then his you know flows and everything weren't too uh were, were really good and like matched the beats so like um you know what i mean they were like again it's like nudie and and pierre where it's like um their talent levels meet on like on slime air right you know what i mean yeah like my favorite part of slime air is not necessarily the beats it's both of them it's the right, beats right. And the, so that's so sent from there you know what i mean and from like Die Lit or something like that. Like since then, I haven't heard the performer outperform the beats. Right. And um, Fraser Trill is the first time in a while that I've heard like Pierre and Fraser Trill reach a you know they reach a good balance. Yeah, so much to the point where uh, a friend of the podcast, John, texted you that uh, the grade was pretty much on par with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, he was there when we interviewed Jeff Armour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Fraser Trill. Shout out, John. Shout out, yeah, shout out to John big time. He would have loved to be a part of this conversation. We invited him. He wasn't available. He yeah. would have loved to be a part of the Cardi uh Cardi talk. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a fucking it would have been a show to have him and Troy in the same room. Yep. Dude, I I would love to fucking argue with that kid. Remember what <laughs> yo, remember, remember when he put what would you do on eight different screens? Yes, I do remember that. We were like uh we were bored and we were just like, Oh, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. 
what would you do is on. Maybe the, we'll find the answer. You guys know the show? No. It's a you show where the show with John like Kionis. Yeah, it's a social oh, John Kionis. <laughs> yeah. Is this a... I know John Kionis. You do? Oh, oh, what would you? <laughs> what oh. would you do? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's where John Kionis texts yeah, you at two a.m. Yeah, yeah, and goes, yeah. "What would? You, are you up right now? What would you do?" <laughs> <laughs> now that's that show where he sets people up into looking like horrible people for not interfering in somebody else's business. You're gonna let that guy go on that boat with that child and he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. like uh, <laughs> was it my business? But yeah, my, our boy John put it on. Like he was, he was like testing out the screens, like his um setup as far as like his business setup and his like gaming setup and stuff like that yeah. so he said on three screens three different what would you do's on on youtube three different situations and then he had we had all of our phones and we had an ipad and we had a lap we had like 10 screens doing what would you do this is insane. and it was like the yeah. synthesis like like you just like stare into the middle of all of it and like you can find out like what you do in any situation <laughs> yeah Bro, do, you, do so, y'all have brain damage after that yes well, well i mean <laughs> after that i figured out what I would do. What is You it? know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you go out to the bar and you're like, have all the options in your head. You're like, what John Quinones? I was like, fucking. Exactly. I'm like, yo, this couple's arguing. What should I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, mind you? my business. <laughs> there you go. For real. Yeah, the, the answer is always mind your business on that yeah. show. It, 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 but that should, that should be an answer for most things in life anyways. Mind your goddamn business. Yeah, just like, just like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some kids playing Fortnite like extra loud next to you. What would you do? It's nothing. Like, nothing. Mind my business. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell this kid to be quiet. But but, but yeah, but yeah. To, to get back to Fraser Trill right yep. quick. Um, I think I like that Fraser Trill doesn't make himself readily available either. Like he sort of just he he knows what, what, who he is and shit. You know what I mean? When he comes in, he doesn't waste his time. He's not a he's mm-hmm. not a I'm gonna punch in guy. He's a, I'm my time is valuable, so I'm gonna put it out. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love that. Yep. And to to wrap up the list, I got an overlapping one with Eve as well for the second time on this one. Um, the OTF Loyal Bros album. Sir. Y'all, if y'all know already from the first episode and how fucking mad I got at at, at bro over here, Troy going at a little Dirk. Uh, <laughs> I'm a diehard Dirk fan. Shout so, out Nav. Yeah, shout out to Nav. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I've been listening to Dirk since Signed to the Streets. Traumatized is still one of my favorite intros to like any album. Um, but this one, what he was able to do with the guys putting everybody in front, that in slime language too is just like exactly what you should aspire to do as a homie. Like what you should be doing for your people. You know what I mean? He put me on to even more people. Like the Chicago drill scene had already not necessarily began to fade off, but it started shifting elsewhere. You know what I mean? It's going to Brooklyn now. It's going to UK. You even got new styles emerging. Like the the the, the new Detroit style is technically called Detroit drill. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been shifting everywhere, but from where it started, now they coming back. He came back with a new wave. You got Memo Six Hundred. You got THF Zoo. You got uh, Buka Six Hundred. All these people Buka. who. Yeah, shout out to Buka. <laughs> you even got, you know, God rest his soul, King Von on quite a few songs. Do it for Von. Do it. That that shit broke my Von. heart. Hearing yeah. him hearing him in the beginning on Jump, that shit was like, oh man. It, I was I was in I was pushing my, my little cart at work, getting a case together and shit. And I just remember going, Damn, bro, like like it it just hurt to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you genuinely hear their their pain and shit through each song. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm telling you, street music really dominated this year. Oh, no, like, I'm sorry. I was laughing because you said pushing your cart at work, and I just imagined you working at a grocery store for a second. I don't know why that made me laugh. 
My man's what we were talking about later. R.I.P. King Vaughn. You're like laughing. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you fucking monster. Yeah, no, that just made me laugh for a second. Not, like, yeah. The pushing the cart at work, but go ahead. God, no, I, I just think, yeah, yeah, like a lot of like street music has just been like at the core of like what people have been, or at least like hip hop has been focused on recently. Dirk has just been on a running it. You Dude, know he's been I mean? on fire this year. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's he's been a part of like. He's been on fire since last year, for real, for real. You he's know been, what I mean? Dirk, Dirk is, my whole thing is Dirk has always been there. He's always been there. Yeah. But, like, I really feel like the run started 2020. You know what I mean? Like, and it hasn't stopped. Like, ever since I heard Three-Headed Goat, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay. Like, this is, like. Ever since that meme of, like, like, Young Thug, like, helping him out on the computer came out. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just been, like, on top ever since. Ladies and gentlemen, Troy just took a tweet. But yeah, <laughs> tweet that that is a tweet that is dead off of Twitter. Bro. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I thought they you were like took Twitter? a shit, yeah, but it's yeah. uh, it's kind of cool, right? You took a tweet, like you took a shit, but it's like you just tweeted something <laughs> verbally. Yeah, that <laughs> that is a direct tweet. Somebody made that exact tweet. Damn, yeah. dude. I'm, Damn, I, I must not follow them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, bro, looking <laughs> loyal bros is fantastic, man. He put on mm-hmm. a, a new wave mm-hmm. of new guys, and in my opinion, is it's. it's it's got its flaws, but it's not enough for me to to discount it in any way. It's it's beautiful. It, it's one of the best albums this year, and it might be one of the better ones out of Chicago as a whole. And mm-hmm. I think everybody here should run it back at least once. So there, yeah, that, that's my top five. Yeah. So I think that kind of wraps it up. Um, you know, we we're kind of reaching the end of the episode. Um, did you guys want to talk about the Triple XL freshman real quick before we kind of wrapped it up? Um, Y'all can. I got nothing to say. Yeah, I just wanted to read this list. I just want to read this list, and I just want to figure out how many of these people I actually know. I mean, 40, 42 Doug, I know. Yeah, I Flo, know 42 Flo Doug. Millie apparently made a really good album. I didn't I didn't realize that. I mean, like, I... Let's I, see. We'll definitely have uh, anti-coverage. I saw on, like, every list, like, Complex's list, Pitchfork's list, this list, that list, all had Flo Millie uh, mm. on there. You know what I mean? So maybe I have to check her out. Moray, no idea. Push Heisty, Oh, yeah, I like Bruce Chase. Yeah. yeah. I, I Speaking of Bull Derek, you know, uh, Back in Blood. Back in Blood. Yeah, that's right. That was like I put that on the top list of like top twenty five songs. I, I really liked it. It really yeah. grew on me. That yeah. song has caused a lot of problems, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Free, free, uh, free Pooh Shiesty, man. Shout out Travo's sister, Corey Larey. She's more than that. You know what I mean? She's fucking triple X, uh, double XL freshman, killing it. Um, she deserved better than that Houston performance, man. People don't know what they got. Yeah, dude, that was yeah. insane. Like the whole crowd just like went silent for that whole concert. Yeah, well, it's like it's like a difference between like followers and like people who buy tickets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like she's got a lot of like online clout, but it's like people who buy tickets for shit. They yeah, but it's like, like you bought tickets for that shit. How do you not get hype? They bought. Wasn't tickets. she a part of like? Was it a couple artists there? Like wasn't it more than Quayle Ray? I have there, no idea. I think I think I think there were more artists than Quayle Ray who were there. Yeah, like, was she Quayle Ray like, like opening up for? Her? Yeah, I think she was like performing. Yeah, like something that was like had a bunch of artists oh. there. Yeah, okay. but, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure like how I, how I wanted to segue this. I should have maybe thought of this before. With this would have been a perfect segue from Lil Durk. But um, you know how Drake, how Drake put you know uh, Lil Durk on the 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 song, and it wasn't even like that's what made Lil Durk over the top. It was kind of just like a sign of him being at that level. You know what I mean? Like he he can be on the Drake song and like he's a big enough name to fucking like do that or even bigger than Drake. I feel like from there, um, and not even since then, but even before that, he's been influencing and he's been like um, giving the thumbs up to artists. And and Corey LeRae has a song with him. You know what I mean? Pooh Shiesty, the song we just mentioned. You know what I mean? That's is a, song is a little, little Dirk track. So I think Little Dirk is like extremely influential and extremely important and definitely needs to be recognized as someone who's putting new people on who are good. And Pooh Shiesty and Corey LeRae are. Pretty much the only two people on this list who I like 
really like or care about mm-hmm. in any sort of way or have any sort of investment in. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of speaks to, you know, like he's pushing the sound in a good direction. I'm telling you, he is the voice, you know, yeah. he yeah. really is. Yeah. 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 Right. That's awesome. I, I got I might review that one too. In the same way, you know, in the same way, like McConan had Drake on the song and that like boosted him up. Now Lil Dirk does the same thing and like automatically the person's boosted the fuck up. I mean, Dirk, like I said, Dirk's always been there. It's just, yep. uh, it's, it's more of timing. You know what I mean? Waiting your turn because Sosa, yeah. Sosa really took off and just ran with everything. You know what I mean? Right, right. Dominated. But now look at it, man. It's good to see. Yeah. But uh, going to the rest of the list, we'll just wrap it up. 2C. Uh, who the fuck is that? I think he's the guy who influenced the 2C slide. I think. I think. I might be wrong. It's 2C with two eyes. Drake really summons these characters with these dances, bro. Right. Like, Blast with an X. I don't care. Ruby Rose is like an influencer. Ian Dior is terrible. And DDG is a... That YouTube kid? Yeah. That... What? Yeah. Double XL. Freshman. What? Yeah, this list is... Uh, the dude that works with Aiden Ross? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. What would you... You know what? Since we are anti... F, F to A, what are we giving this list? Zero. We're going to see for me. I, I don't know. I want to listen to... I mean, I'm curious. I guess... I mean, no, I'm actually not that curious at all, but it's just like, I, yeah. I, I feel like I need to give it at least a chance for yeah. most of these rappers, but like, I don't know. Corey LeRoy, Corey, <laughs> I keep saying Corey LeRoy, Corey LeRoy, definitely deserves to be on the list for this yeah. year. Pusha T definitely deserved to be on the list this yeah. year. Pusha the rest, Icy, yeah. I don't really know enough to really have an opinion on them. Yeah. I mean, 42 Doug, maybe, like I, I've heard a couple songs with him, Yeah, but like, yeah, Uxa and Dior. He did not. No, fuck him. Well, I think it's like <laughs> I, I. I think I'm gonna listen to it just so that I could get an opinion on it because it's like it feels like this is like a, like influencer, yeah, like driven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Whereas, like, I would have thought they would have gone like a street route. Like, who would you have put mean? on the list? I'm trying to think of. Just I would put like Icewear Vezo on the list. I would have put. Like, yeah, yeah. Why don't they tap like, into that sound? Like, how the fuck has Sada Baby not been on? The Sada Baby, how have they totally yeah, just like, skipped over Detroit? There's so many artists. Like, why isn't Dra- has Draco the Ruler been on there? I know he's. I know he's been doing it for a while. But no, nah, you- but him or Ralphie or literally anybody on the Sting team could have been on there. Just yeah. like the way they made Phoebe Bridgers best new artist of the Grammys. Why can't they make Draco the ruler, you know, in or the least, cipher. Yeah, some. I mean, there's Chicago because he's not going to get enough buzz or something from like know. these. Like, who's even viewing double? Draco XL? the ruler is independent, man. So it's like, yeah, that's true. It, all these guys don't have anything but like this shit's going straight to my pocket. That's why that's you a see good point. crispy life kid with like a thirty thousand dollar chain on, but he has like 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 maybe like probably like twenty k followers. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't guess, but like the, that money they make goes straight into to their, their pocket. pocket. Yeah, right. So what double XL will be paying them directly, and I sh- I'm sure that vexes them. So. Yeah, yeah. But pre cipher and pre all that stuff, like um, just looking at this list, it's like a D minus. Like it's almost yeah. it's almost failing. But like Coyle Ray and and Pusha T, but, like but Pusha he's not even gonna fucking be there for his verse. He's in jail. He might not get out. Oh yeah, this this shit's enough. <sighs> I'm sorry, but like. I will say though, I'm a little excited though for uh, to hear like the production though for it because who they have the guy from Internet Money, uh, be, he's curating the music for them. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Internet Money has made some hits. So no, Maybe. seriously, I've been I, I've I've been keeping my eye on Internet Money. I think that they're they're on their way of like being you know probably the next big like pop rap like producer, producer. group. Yeah, like yeah, like a DJ Khaled or something who actually makes good, yeah who actually produces the shit. Yeah. The DDG, I feel like he, I feel like he's an interesting case because it's like yeah. I feel like there's there's a lot of potential for more people to go from like one 
like platform to another kind of thing like youtuber you have a following you put out music you know what i mean so what's happened with Lil Nas x you know like, he really yeah. just dropped like old town road on like you you know like, like he was like a youtube dude yeah. twitter dude you yeah. know like yeah next thing you know he was a superstar yeah but like yeah exactly but like the difference with ddg is like he had like six hundred thousand followers you know what i mean so he he literally leveraged his youtube audience you yep. know what i mean to like become his like music audience and like that's why we know him you like know a, what I yeah mean? yeah so yeah it's like, like he had like maybe he had 60k followers but they were like follow him like yeah, like a yeah. cult no, he, had, he had he had like a or big six, youtube you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I, I feel like that is an interesting route because it's like how many more people like it's just like you know you see all these like influencers like rapping like logan paul is fucking rapping and shit you know what i mean so it's like yeah i, I just wonder like if that's gonna be like the new part of the new wave it's just like we're gonna start seeing a bunch of people who are already famous online like, yeah just like transitioning into hip-hop because it's well, like well yeah you know what you know um what I, mean? I don't know if you guys i forget the chick's name but like she was a tiktoker released uh-huh. a song build a bitch <laughs> what, what's her name i don't know See, I thought you were talking about Olivia oh, Rodrigo. I knew you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking about Addison Rae, yeah. Yeah, Addison Rae. You're talking about, you're no, talking about no, Addison, Addison Rae. She was literally on the H3 uh, podcast recently. Oh, okay. Bella something. Uh-huh. She was... Oh, my God. It's going to... Hang on. Can, Not Addison Rae? Okay. Um, yeah, but... This I, chick. Uh, oh, Bella... Bella Porch? Bella Porch. Oh, Okay. Like she just came out like she was a TikToker. Like you probably don't recognize her in like in like these photos like this did recently. Uh-huh. She's the chick who just did like a like a like a like have you ever seen the meme of like the dude being like put his video, he has like a maybe like a hundred views and then like hers is like hers like made a silly face. Eight million people. Oh, I see like on Instagram, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She just released the song. Yeah, guys, I really gotta pee, so I'm gonna wrap this up real quick and I'm just gonna say thank you guys for being here. You know, I mean, this this shit has been great. This day has been great. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, at the piece so bad, <laughs> but this has been a really great day. Really, really fun times. You know, what I mean, the meditation was good. All the content was good. This podcast is is fantastic. Um, any quick like last words? We're gonna get killed, bro. Like you say. If I don't go and pee, don't hear us. if I don't go and pee, absolutely. You don't hear from me. I'm at quick. Everybody, <laughs> help. <laughs> last words. Last thoughts. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's been great. You know, having to doing the podcast live. I feel like uh, it's it's. I feel like it's definitely. Um. I don't know. I feel like it's. We definitely flow a lot better. We, we definitely talk less over each other. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. As far as last words go, thank y'all for listening and for the rest of the guys. Peace. All right. And I just wanted to, uh, one last shout out real quick. Uh. <laughs> I tried to get an interview yeah. with Chet Hanks. Everybody knows that I've been I've been following Chet Hanks since the beginning. I wrote that Chet Hanks single review. I mentioned Chet Hanks multiple times on this podcast. I want to interview Chet Hanks. A Chet Hanks interview, I'm not going to put his business out there. It costs several thousand dollars. So I want everybody, uh, you know, Donate we need your help. We need your help. John Wick needs your help. And how you can you, send your credit card. How you got to pee, but you still thirsty, bro. Get the fuck You send your here, credit card. <laughs> and, um, you know what I mean? If, if a thousand of you donate $5, I can interview Chet Hanks on his balcony. And, and you know what I mean? And we can get the interview. Yeah, donate we deserve. to the cause. You know what I mean? We need, we need to talk to Chet Hanks. It needs to Let's happen. Say, you need to hear us talk to Chet Hanks. You need to hear, yeah, you, you need to hear this. Um, please donate. Thank you very much. Bye. Love you guys. Wow. <laughs>